Welcome back to the Corona Cup Battle of the Bands. Today is March 31st. It is a Tuesday, for whatever that's worth. And I think we are in day eight of the lockdown here in Kansas City. I'm uh, reciting them at the beginning of every episode so as to remind myself of when they are and where we are in the whole process. But it would seem that I have uh, yet again uh, begun to lose track um, because it's all, you know, amorphous now. Um, anyway, today's episode is, uh, should be good. We have a 1969 classic album by the Rolling Stones, Let It Bleed, up against Born in the USA from Bruce Springsteen, uh, both well-regarded pieces of the classic rock catalog, to be sure. And joining us today on the call, we have four returning panelists, Evan Morris, Leanne Cash, Emma Ross, and Charles Allen. Uh, we also have a write-in submission from our wildcard Christian Halferty, who was appalled at what he viewed to be a uh, heinous miscarriage of justice on uh, yesterday's episode and felt it important to make sure that his uh, voice and opinions be heard today. And uh, so we'll have that also. Um so I will read his comments when the time comes. Uh, opening thoughts from y'all about these two uh, albums. Uh, I've never really been much of a Springsteen guy. I've never really listened to it in my free. And uh, and I'm also I, I I definitely listen to the Rolling Stones more, but especially their early stuff I haven't heard as much as I would have liked. But yeah, I'm, I'm a Big fan of Rolling Stones, not so much Springsteen. Jump in, somebody. Uh, let yeah. Me... So, so. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. So, yeah. So I all over Emma. <laughs> before I start talking about the uh, about the music, I decided let all the all the listeners know I have transcended the concept of time and no longer need your petty human physical laws to hold me down. What? In other news, I saw a deer today. Damn right. What? Therefore, Jake, you may stop counting the days. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, on to the music. So, I don't know. Like, I like them. They were both pretty good. I, um, are we just talking in general or should I talk about a specific one just right now? Just opening feelings before we get yeah, into opening the uh, meat and potatoes. I liked them both. They were both, they were both pretty good. I liked them. They had they had kind of the same vibe to them, um, although definitely it felt like Born in the USA was like more fleshed out because it was older, right? Um, I talk I talk a lot about how um, newer Evan. the it recording was... technology. Yeah. yeah, did I say older you again? Said older. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, I said that last time too. Let it bleed was sixty nine. I think yeah. Born in the USA is eighty four. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I said, uh, like, like I said, I've transcended the concept of time, so it's 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 a little bit hard to me for me to relate to yours. Pants, so pants, they're the same. Anyway, yeah, they're they're pretty close to the same, but like I said, the recording technology is just is just better for Born in the USA. So I felt like like there was more depth to it, and and the overall feeling of it was was more fleshed out. But I did like them both. Well, are you going to let Emma talk now? Let It Bleed yes. has my two favorite Rolling Stones songs on it, probably. Um, 
give me shelter and you can't always get what you want. I think that Born in the USA was a little bit more, like, consistent, but it was almost a little bit monotonous. Not completely, but very, very, like, not, I don't know, it had a very constant tone throughout, which Let It Bleed really didn't, which um, was to its benefit at times and to its detriment at times, I think. Alrighty, well, I think we're going to go ahead and get into the um, the albums here as they are. Um, I enjoyed them both a lot. I like both of these artists a lot. I think these are both uh, big albums for both of them. So um, I guess we'll start with The Stones. Um, before we get into it, I want to uh, talk a little bit about this fantastic album art. This is one of my favorite album arts. Um because we have an old 78 shellac record and that spindle coming up through the middle of it is like a like a record changer device but instead of more records we have a porcelain plate a tape tin a clock a pizza a bicycle tire and a cake stacked up on that there uh whatchamaduger so uh <laughs> fun times to be sure and if you flip it over look at the back uh it's all been destroyed because someone tried to play the record with all that garbage on it. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so let it bleed. Uh, I'm going to start with Christian's write in comments here on let it bleed. Um, for what it's worth, um, he gave me this paragraph at the top of his, uh, piece, which I'm going to read out loud because it's, it's interesting. It says, uh, two fantastic albums by two of my favorite musical acts and both highlight some of their best work. This is why choosing between the two proves difficult. If it wasn't for yesterday's heinous misjudgment, I might not have felt the need to choose at all. Um, <laughs> and then uh, here's what he says about uh, Let It Bleed. He breaks it down into pros and cons. He says it has some some of the great uh, songs of its own. You can't always get what you want. Give me shelter, country honk, midnight rambler. Uh, the Stones really capitalize off Beggar's Banquet's momentum uh, and continue with the blues rock that epitomized their early career. Um, even with their focus on blues and country, the album puts itself in a different uh, direction musically than those two genres. And it has a Robert Johnson cover. Um, and his cons basically were that um, the second side of the album falls flat somewhere in the middle. Um, that it, it kind of loses its way in the middle of side two. Um, though that's a uh, Christian's take on let it bleed. Um, for our live panel, let's start with Emma. Okay. So like I said, Gimme Shelter is probably my absolute favorite Rolling Stones song, um, of their entire catalog. So that automatically gives this a couple extra points for me. Um, Love in Vain was good. Country Honk, I had forgotten that Country Honk and Honky Tonk Women are two different songs that exist. So when they broke into the Honky Tonk Women part of the chorus for Country Honk, I was confused because it is not how I know that chorus to sound. So I was a bit distressed when I heard that. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this? And then figured out it was a different song. Um wasn't a huge fan of it because I was comparing it to Honky Tonk Women the entire time. Um, Live With Me and Let It Bleed, I enjoyed them both. Um, to be completely honest, I kind of forget now how Midnight Rambler and You Got the Silver and Monkey Man sounded. Um, 
I remember being more into You Got the Silver, I think, than the other two. And then You Can't Always Get What You Want. Um, I think the choral opening for that is one of the most iconic song intros of all time, rightfully so. Um, it's a wonderful song. Um, so, yeah, we've, we've made sandwich metaphors before um, with artisanal bread and then oscar meyer oh. and craft singles for the filling and that's kind of this album for me because it starts or it ends with you can't always get what you want those are both fantastic everything in the middle was fine um wasn't like blown away yeah i think for sure the two biggest hits are the first and the last song uh definitely uh leanne your takes on gimme shelter or uh let it bleed the album rather <laughs> Um, Give Me Shelter was one of the, uh, Give Me Shelter and You Can't Always Get What You Want were the only two, um, songs I really recognized, but Country Honk was probably my favorite out of it, <laughs> but I couldn't go to say because of references to Jackson, I was wondering, is that a reference to the Jackson song by Johnny Cash and, maybe. or is that just like, maybe? It, it might be, I don't know, that the song is definitely <laughs> country inspired, but, um, yeah, and, it's uh, just strange. <laughs> Live With Me gave me, like, classic British Invasion vibes. Well, that's the Stones, yeah. And, um, Red Bleed was good. The guitar was sort of southern fluent, like, from what I thought. And the lyrics went from fairly innocent to sexual innuendo pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a little filthy turned me away from the song a bit because that's just not the kind of style I enjoy but um Midnight Rambler I enjoyed because the harmonica but there was just so much musical noise going on in the background where I had trouble enjoying it it seemed like overlay itself too many times with too many instruments hmm. my only note for you got the silver is eh so I'm not sure what that meant because I wrote these last night Fair. But Monkey Man, I enjoy. I found it kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's kind of humorous to me. But and I mean, you can't always get what you want. I thought it was really cool with the chorus and how it had like different classical instruments um, inserted to it. And I think there was a Jimi Hendrix reference in there too. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's a lot of references to stuff in that song. It's it's got a lot going on for sure. Um, and that's pretty much all I got for that. Very good. Uh, Charles, thoughts on Let It Bleed? Uh, well, yeah, everybody's kind of covered it with, like, of course, I loved um, Shelter and uh, You Can't Always Get What You Want. Uh, I like, uh, I don't know, uh, Gimme Shelter always kind of sounded a little bit, um, I don't know, emptier than it could have. I felt like I always, every time I listen to Gimme Shelter, I feel like it could have a little bit more oomph behind it, but I still love the song. Um, that was, uh, the, the honky tonk women, all that, all that was, was great. Um, with the, I, I will say I never have listened to this album before just on its own. So it was a very interesting listen to like, made me feel back in the day with the Rolling Stones, you know, I, I normally don't sit down and listen to albums, but I normally listen to singular songs. So that was interesting. Cool, cool. Um, Evan, your take on the Stones album? Yeah, so like Charles said, I thought it'd be 
if I should add this. I also don't normally listen to albums all the way through. Sometimes I do, but they're normally like my weird niche at all albums that no one's heard of. Yeah. Um, so like this, the whole podcast that we've been doing has been a, a change in pace for me. Um, and I don't, I honestly don't know if I've ever heard any of these songs before. Like, like when I was listening really? through it, like I kind of recognized, I kind of recognized you can't always get what you want. And I've heard of Gimme Shelter before, but I don't think I've ever actually heard Gimme Shelter before. Oh, wow. I really, really liked Gimme Shelter. It was, it was really good. I enjoyed yeah, it a lot. Right. I you thought it was, it. it was up, upbeat. It was fast paced. It was pretty fun. Um, I really like Gimme Shelter. Definitely. That's definitely my favorite on this album. Yeah. So, uh, Gimme Shelter number one, um, you got the silver was probably my second favorite on there. Um, I think, I don't know. I just, I like the, the trippy guitar effects and like the organ solos that, that they've got going on, like in the middle of it. And there's, there's a point where he's got this cool guitar lick that I just, I love. It's like, it's like three fourths of the way through the song, but it's like, nah, 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 nah. I just, I don't know. I just love that. Um, Monkey Man, I like because it, it's just fun. Like when, um, when Mick Jagger's just like howling like a monkey in the middle. And um, <laughs> you can't always get what you want. That I, I don't know. I like the coral entrance, but like it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite. Um, I just realized I, I skipped over like the whole middle of the album. But like um, Love and Vain, Country Honk, were like, they were like, they were okay. But I thought it was weird that they went straight from Gimme Shelter, which is this fast, upbeat, energetic song, to Love and Vain, which is a lot slower and a lot less energetic. Um, and then, then Country Honk starts trying, starts building it back up. Um, but overall, I'd say, like, I, I enjoy the album. Um, and like Charles said, I, I thought that it, it sounded, like, a bit empty. I felt like there was some more stuff that they could have been doing there. Um, maybe I just wasn't listening to it loud enough, but um, I tend to agree with him. Cool, cool. It was good. Um, so my breakdown on this, let's see. Um, first of all, I think it's interesting that you guys have grabbed on to You Got the Silver and Monkey Man so much because I think most people kind of view those as the weak spot on this album. Uh, Christian did in his write-up of it, and, and I tend to agree with him, although I liked him a little more this time. I liked him a little more this time than I have in the past. Um, you Got the Silver's fun because it's Keith Richards singing. Um, he's not a good singer, but he is an interesting singer. Um, Gimme Shelter is a classic. I love that song. Always have, always will. It's nothing I can really say about it other than that. It's it's excellent. Um, Love and Vain, I didn't care for a great deal. Um, Love and Vain is a Robert Johnson cover. Um, Christian mentioned that in his written remarks a little bit, but yeah, it's a bluesy, twangy thing. Um. It just, to me, it's not really Rolling Stones the same way some of the other stuff on here is. Um, Country Honk I enjoy because it is so uh, offbeat and weird and a different version of a classic we all know and love. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Live With Me, that was the song here that really jumped out at me as like my big takeaway from this album. I really, really liked that song. And then, um, let it bleed. The song is fun, risque, but fun. 
Um, Midnight Rambler's cool. Um, big Stones bluesy type song. Um, and then, yeah, the you got Silver, Monkey Man, whatever. You can't always get what you want is the big one, uh, for sure, with the the choir and everything. I mean, I I love that song, too. Um, and this is the point in time when I have to share my Rolling Stones concert story um, because that is one of my favorite concerts I've ever been to. And um, the Stones had closed their set with, um, I believe it was Brown Sugar. Um, and they had closed the set and walked off the stage and, um, me and my friend that was there with me, we got up and started not leaving, but preparing to leave, you know, we're going to watch the encore from the concourse or something, you know, and so we get up and we start walking and, um, we're stopped in our tracks by the sound of a choir and it was Ooh. the coolest thing in the world. Um, because they came back up from the, for the encore with, you can't always get what you want. And as it was fading out, Keith Richards jumps up with the licks from satisfaction, um, to end the concert. It was the coolest thing in the world. And that has no relevance to anything. It's just badass. Um, good album. That's my, my thoughts. Um, mm -hmm. moving on to Springsteen born in the USA. Um, I'm going to pull up uh, Christian's written remarks here. Uh, he has, uh, again, kind of broke this down in a pros and cons fashion. <clears throat> says, almost half the songs have been entered into the pantheon of both great rock songs and great Springsteen songs. Um, the writing is very similar to that of Nebraska. If you know the, uh, the album Nebraska, it's the one that came before this in Springsteen's catalog. It's very stripped down, very... Um, kind of folky um very depressing it's a super depressing dark album um christian says it helped further career the careers of other heartland rock artists like Mellencamp, for instance um guys like that um and his last pro is uh it's one of his most mainstream albums and his first con is it's one of his most mainstream albums <laughs> Um, the writing, while still fantastic, isn't as good as Nebraska's, and, uh, the album doesn't flow as well as some of Springsteen's earlier work, uh, sometimes feels like kind of a grab bag of, uh, of tracks. So that's Christian's take on Born in the USA. Emma, give me yours. Um, so this album also is kind of one with my favorites on it but everything else i mean like i liked it but i wasn't familiar with a whole bunch other than the very well-known hits and i wasn't blown away but i i did enjoy it um dancing in the dark is probably my favorite of his overall born in the usa i like i will listen to it if it comes on the radio but i'm also kind of sick to death of it for the same reason because i hear it on the radio a lot um glory days i really don't like very much like it just i don't know i i don't like the song objectively it kind of reminds me of hurt so good a little bit with the instrumentals and every time i hear this on the radio i think it's going to be hurt so good and i get excited and then it's not and i'm disappointed um so yeah not a huge fan of that as far as his hits go um everything else 
I liked um I liked Cover Me, I liked Darlington County. Um working on the highway was fun. That one was kinda like the standout, the different one to me. Just um the way it went. And I don't know, besides working on the highway, it just like I said before, it kinda felt like the tone stayed very constant throughout, which is an okay thing, but not my favorite. It kind of blended together for me. Sure. Um, Leanne takes on Springsteen. Um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than the Stones. Um, the song, um, Darlington County, that if you did not know if the song was a Springsteen song, by the time you finished it, you definitely would, because it sounds almost identical to Born in the USA with, like, chord progression. Fair enough. Um... Working on the highway was probably my favorite song off of this album, just because it was the most fun to listen to. Just in general, it was the most probably upbeat for me at least. Okay, um, Band on Train I enjoyed for the rhythm of it, but that was about all that stood out to me. Lyrics were fine, and the instrumental was fine. It's just kind of a off song for me. Um. Dancing in the Dark was a good one. Like, I believe it was Emma that said, enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, Born in the USA, great song on its own, but it gets really annoying. At my old job, I worked at Local Fun, the first song they play every morning at opening was Born in the USA. <laughs> so, yeah, so 16-year-old me, not a morning person, getting up at 8 o'clock and getting to an amusement park, and hearing that as the first song of my day, kind of made it, kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> That's yeah. better than um, at my job at Old Navy, uh, I worked over Christmas, uh, for about like half the time I was there, they played the same song over and over again, and it was that... Um, the last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Oh, God. Oh, I hate that song. You gave it away. Uh, that song would play like maybe two or three times an hour. Oh, uh, God. There. That's, that's I inhuman. I helper, so I get you. Mine is um, A Horse With No Name by America. My uh, my restaurant that I worked at has like the direct TV 70s channel playing all the time. and I used to really like A Horse With No Name. Now I hate it. I never liked the last Christmas song. So it just made it worse. Yeah, I don't know. There, there are a couple of songs that remind me of exes that I just every time I, I like hear it, I just like tense up and I'm just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have those. Uh, Leanne, <laughs> um, finish up on Springsteen. Um, Bobby Keen was fun, very recognizable as a Springsteen song. Um. Glory Days was a lot of fun, but didn't really stand out to me. I can't remember what the top I remember that it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Nothing else really stood out to me. My hometown was the Dancing in the Dark was good, but none of them really caught my attention like um, Darlington County did. Very good. Um, Charles, your take? Well, honestly, I'm really not that big of a Springsteen guy. I just, like, I don't have anything really against him. I just can't really ever get into him. I've tried to listen, and I just can't, you know, I can't, I, I can listen to it, but I just can't groove with it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I just can't get into it. I think it's something to do with his voice. I don't know. I just have a hard time grooving with it. A little too, I, I don't know what the word would be like. I guess like folksy or something. I guess that's not the word. I, uh, I know what you're talking about. He's They, they call him and, and others like him folk? Heartland Rock. Um, yes. That's people like him and Mellencamp and Neil Young and Seeger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I'm, I don't know. It just me subjectively not big fans of that, that style, I guess. So I didn't really get into this album and I kind of zoned out the whole time I was listening. I think that's fair. Um, Evan, your, your thoughts on Springsteen? Yeah, so I recognized a couple of the songs off this album, you know, Born in the USA, Glory Days, Dancing in the Dark. They're pretty well known. Um, basically everything else on here I've never heard of before, and I don't think most people have either. Um, and, like, honestly, besides the three songs that I named, like, I don't know, like, there wasn't anything distinctive grabby or anything on here. Um, I I did like My Hometown. That... That one, maybe it's because it's after Glory Days and Dancing in the Dark, and so I was paying more attention. But I, when I was listening to the lyrics of My Hometown, I was just like, oof. You know, like like that, like, I don't know. All, all, a lot of these songs are, like, pretty depressing, and they're all kind of about the same thing. But My Hometown was, like, the only one on there that, like, really got got that story message type of deal to me. Um, I also would like to comment, I think it's interesting, people always think that Born in the USA is like this super patriotic song, but it's not. It's oh, like yeah. it's like the classic, it's like, like Vietnam. Yeah. oh yeah, it's like a Vietnam War song, which I think is funny, because this, this album came out years after the war had ended, but yeah, that, that's my take on it, I liked it, it was good. Legend has it that Ronald Reagan was a big fan of the title track, which is so deliciously ironic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, Born in the USA, the album. Um, Okay, so the title track, Born in the USA, I'm like the rest of you, I am tired of it. Um, But it is a good song, and it's not like completely worn out its welcome with me. Um, So, you know, it comes on, it's like, alright, you know, it's fine, it's a good song. Um, Cover Me kicks into high gear i really like that song i knew it before i listened to this but i still really like it um lots of energy probably at least to my recollection the most like shredding springsteen ever does the most most uh electric good sound full force guitar work i ever hear from him um, so it's tons of fun for that because it's lively. And then I loved Darlington County also. Um, makes me feel like I'm in like a gospel choir or something. And I need to be like smiling ear to ear and clapping my hands like I'm an idiot, you know, <laughs> makes, makes me want to get up and dance like I'm in a gospel choir. Um, working on the highway, downbound train are both fine. Um, I really like I'm on fire. Also, I'm shocked that we got through five other people's comments and no one brought that song up. Um, it was good. It just didn't like stand out to me. It's, but I like uh, it. it's kind of the sleeper hit on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones are a little bit bigger, but I believe it was a single and it was fairly well known, but yeah, it's a, it's a oddly mellow kind of pretty song for him. Um, no surrender, Bobby Jean. I don't remember anything about him. 
I liked I'm Going Down, not because it was extremely good, but just because it had a fun groove to it. And then Glory Days, Dancing in the Dark, sort of speak for themselves at this point. Um, and then My Hometown was good also. Um, it's not on this album, but I will always associate uh, the song Pink Cadillac with this album. Mm. Um, because it was taped during the same sessions, it's the B-side of Dancing in the Dark. That's where it came from. Um, and so I enjoy that song a lot too. And so, yeah, I kind of lump it in with this album as well. Um, so yeah, very good, very good album altogether. Um, lots of good energy. That's, that's kind of my takeaway. Um, so do we want to go ahead and vote before this stupid phone software crashes again? Probably wise. Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, so Christian's vote, he says, I wish I could come up with more cons for let it bleed. Both albums are fantastic and will be appreciated for centuries to come. They were both written during what I consider the act's best years creatively. Uh, While Springsteen continued to make good music, this turned him from a folk Heartland rock troubadour into an international uh, sensation. Uh, Let It Bleed did almost the opposite. A different, darker side of the Stones continued to emerge on this album. They went from being wannabe Beatles to their own thing, the Rolling Stones. I'm sure if you asked me on a different day, I might have a different answer. But as of today, I'd go with Let It Bleed. Um, so that's Christian. Uh, Emma, give me your vote. Um, I'm also going to go with Let It Bleed, I think, because I have to do the same thing I did for um, Paul, Simon, and Sticks with if I had to have the hits off of one of these albums taken away and I could never listen to them again, I would have to pick uh, Born in the USA for that. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go Let It Bleed. Leanne? I would have to go with Born in the USA just because it's more my style. Mostly because I never really listened to the Rolling Stones prior, and I got kind of upset if I don't listen to Darlington County again. I listened to it three times last night, so I can't, in good conscience, vote it off. I think that's fair. I really, really dig that song, too. Um, Charles, your vote. I'm going with Let It Bleed. I just, I really can't get into Springsteen. I've tried, and I don't know, I, I, I can recognize the greatness of it. I just can't get into it, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's, I think we all have some of those artists, for sure. Um, Evan, your vote? Yeah, let me tell you, um, this is the first time that I've come on the podcast not knowing who I was going to vote for right away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm still, it's, it's so hard. I'm still trying to decide because I really like I liked Gimme Shelter a lot. I liked um I liked um what's the word? You got the silver. Um uh, I also listened to Let It Bleed more than once, which I also have not done for this podcast yet. So that's the first for it. But at the same time, like Born in the USA, like I already recognized the hits and more songs off of this album are hits for it's prospective artists than on let it bleed. Cause on let it bleed, you just have those two, but those are like some of their most well-known songs. But then again, on born in the USA, like the three hits off of here are like his, his most, his best songs for sure. That being said, Oh my gosh, this is a hard vote. Jake, I'm going to make it a tiebreaker, but I already know who you're going to vote for. Um, I vote for Born in the USA. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 
let's let's count them up here then. Uh, we had Christian for Let It Bleed, Emma for Let It Bleed, Leanne for Born in the USA, Charles for The Stones, Evan for Springsteen. So we're at three to two. Um, and I'm also going to vote for The Stones. I know that's predictable. I know I'm like a shameless Stones mark <laughs> here, and, and that's okay. Oh, I forgot Christian's vote. Um, it wasn't a tiebreaker. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, like I said, I, um, I know, I, I know I'm a shameless stones fan. Um, but they're both so good. They're so good. And you know, I think I, um, probably the biggest reason I voted for the stones is I distinctly remember every song on the album after listening to it. And I listened to it first. I, no, I didn't. I listened to Springsteen first, but yeah, I remember every song off of it. I can hum them all in my head. They're all awesome. Um, but I take nothing away from Springsteen because that album is fantastic also. Um, so that settles it here. Let It Bleed triumphs over Born in the USA by a vote of 4-2. to two. Uh, So Let It Bleed will move on to take on yesterday's winner. That is Michael Jackson's Bad at a later date. Um... So we have had two Stones albums in three days. They've both moved on. If they both win their next matches, they will face each other in the Sweet 16. Um, so we'll see how that goes uh, if we get there. Um, as for Springsteen, um, he has one other album in the countdown or the the bracket rather. That is Born in the Born to Run. I, I hate that that his two big albums both start with the same word. So he needs to fire his agent or something. That's stupid. Um, but yeah, so um, Born to Run coming up later for Springsteen. Um, so tomorrow's matchup is uh, interesting. Um, on one hand, we have the uh, arguable pioneers of heavy metal. That is Black Sabbath with Paranoid tomorrow. Uh, taking on the seminal album from Billy Joel, The Stranger. I want to thank all my panelists today, uh, Evan, Charles, Emma, and Leanne, and Christian by write-in. Thank you, guys. We enjoyed it today. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Have a good one, and rock on, my friends.